Welcome to the Genius Women Podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer with work in some incredible publications like National Geographic, Farm Magazine, and more. And this year, you'll see my name in places like Condé Nast Traveler. I'm on a mission to help other women who want to grow their travel storytelling careers go after their dreams while feeling supported, worthy, and bold. If you're ready to ditch your fear and doubt to the side, step into your brilliance and take action on your dreams, you're in the right place. Let's go. This is it, my friends. Our bonus series are wrapping up today with one final episode, and we'll be back with fresh season four episodes to you next week. All this month, we've been taking a little break from interviewing guests and replenishing our wells. And the episode I want to share with you today is related to this idea that we can't always create, always be on, always hustle. For our creativity to thrive, we need time to restore ourselves and replenish the source from which our creativity flourishes. This conversation was part of our monthly focus theme in the circle, our membership for women on the creative path some time ago. I came up with this concept of resourcing ourselves, finding ways we can restore, replenish, and refill our batteries to continue on a long-term, thriving path towards more creativity and storytelling in our lives. I also talked about the Czech concept of Siebelaska, which roughly translates as caring of self, love of self, nurture of self. I can think of no better time than today to talk about ways we can do that better. A quick announcement that The Circle reopens this Friday, October 1st, and if you join us in the first five days, you'll have a chance to win a free one-on-one session with me. So if you've been thinking about joining, now would be a really good time. Thanks so much for being with us for this bonus series. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you back in Season 4 next week. Welcome everyone to our monthly theme setting workshop and we're doing it a little bit late this month because of all my crazy travels last week Uh, but hopefully it will still give you enough time to think about this theme this month for the remainder of August and like with all the themes that we uh, cover in the circle to really see how you can you can bring it forward as well at least some of what we're going to talk about. So the theme for this month is resourcing self. How do we find the energy for our creativity from within? And resourcing self sounds a bit probably clunky. I just came up with that term. I don't know. It may be a little bit clunky, but really what I mean here is that I want to encourage us to start looking at how we maintain our creativity and our energy in, in a little bit of a different angle. Um, and you'll see, you'll see what I mean by that as I go through our, our content today. And as always, feel free to ask me any questions, anything that's unclear right away, and we'll discuss that as well. But so basically, you know, and, and I think some of you are already experiencing that, that you're feeling like you're not really coming up with new ideas on a regular basis. You're not really pitching and you feel like some of that energy is, is draining. So what we're going to talk about today is how do we resource that, right? How do we ma- make sure that we maintain that? Because in this career, it's really important, right? That we have sort of a source into which we can tap and create, you know, and come up with those ideas on a regular basis. 
So there is this expression. And any of you, by the way, know Czech? Speak Czech? Czech language? Any of you? No? <laughs> so Czech is a Slavic language, just like Russian. So when I heard this term, it made so much sense to me because it's based on sort of the same roots. But in, uh, in Czech language, there's this expression called Sebelaska, and I will put it in the chat just so you, you guys can sort of see it. And that term, that expression, as I was preparing for today's workshop, it resonated with me so much because Sebelaska literal translation is love of self or care of self or gentle stroking of self but what it actually means it's not the self-care in the sort of regular uh, you know regular term uh, that we have in the west where you know we put a bathtub with bubbles and champagne or i don't know something like that uh, which by the way i think that has been really just co-opted that that term self-care has been co-opted by by the wellness industry but sebelaska is a term that includes everything from healing, supporting, and nourishing your body, your mind, and your soul. And most importantly, which I think the most important part of this term uh, that applies to what we're going to be talking about this month is putting yourself and your needs at the center, putting yourself and your needs, particularly as it uh, pertains to the creative career, at the center. And I know this may be very difficult for some of us, right? And we actually discussed this with, I think it was Charlotte who posted that, you know, she prioritizes the needs, the projects, the requests, the demands of others, not her own, especially if you're sort of juggling multiple projects or perhaps you're working multiple jobs or you're doing something else as well. I know, Ashley, you can relate to that as well, right? And Hannah, you too. So putting the needs of others, whether it's your employer, whether it's your client, uh, Vanessa, right? Before your own is really difficult for most of us. But I want to encourage us to start thinking about, and it doesn't have to be an overnight shift, right? It doesn't have to be overnight. You're putting your needs first every single time, 100% of the time. But start transitioning and start thinking about in this way because that's part of, right? It's putting your needs first. It's finding ways to heal, to nurture, to support yourself, specifically as it pertains to your creative career. And why do we want to do that? We want to do that because... What we really need to understand is that the cycle of creativity cannot be maintained if we are always only creating. It cannot be. And you guys are already seeing that, right? You, you're not coming up with ideas. You're feeling drained. I certainly feel this way too. It needs that second part, which is restoring. So the cycle is actually create and restore, create and restore. And by the way, restore in a lot of cases needs to be even longer than create. And in our societies, it's all messed up and it's all wrong because we have five days of working and two days of weekend. We have nine, 10, 11, 12 hours of work and two, three hours to disconnect and to try to relax. It's all completely wrong. But when it comes to creativity, that create and restore cycle, balance, that's what makes it a sustainable project long term. There's just no way around that. And putting yourself first and putting your needs first, that's sort of where it all starts. And the thing to understand here too, particularly if you're having conversations with other people in your family, in your work, or 
you know, in whatever other situations, what's key to understand here is putting yourself first and putting your creative needs first is not selfish. It's not selfish. It means that you're taking responsibility for your own creative outputs and for your own creative fate, even. You're taking responsibility of it and you're saying, you know what, I'm going to put this first. So what does this mean in practical terms too, right? So again, that conversation we had uh, with Charlotte. Charlotte is working with clients. I think she has some marketing clients or something like that. And I wish she would be here because she would add us, you know, she would add some color to this conversation. But her and I had a conversation that she always ends up working on whatever the client needs for the day first. And by the time she does that, she's drained, right? And she has nothing left to do a pitch or to do anything like that. What I recommended to her and say, mark or block a time every single day when you're like the most restored, the most refreshed. For most of us, that's the beginning of the day, right? The morning. And just commit to that, that one hour or even 30 minutes to be the time that you put for yourself. That's the time when you are actively like working on your own stuff not on your client stuff, not on anything else. And figuring out what that time is for you, right? For some of us, it's morning. For some of us, it's lunch, whatever it is. But that's putting yourself first and that's taking responsibility for your creative fate and your creative output. And that's about resourcing yourself, which is, again, the term that I came up with, right? Resourcing, finding resources, having resources to continue continue with your creativity. The other thing I want to talk about. And actually, I'm going to stop here. So that's sort of the first thing I wanted to discuss today, this idea of Sebelaska, right? Restoring, healing, supporting and nourishing ourselves, but also taking responsibility about our creative output. And again, understanding that if you don't stand up for those needs, nobody else will, right? We all have a lot of demands in our days. Other people demand and expect stuff from us all the time. So when you say you know, oh, this person needs something from me or this person needs something. You're actually not taking responsibility for your own creative output, energy, creativity, and fate in that scenario. So I thought it was an interesting way to start thinking about this, which is not something, a way we usually do it. I'm going to stop here because I have a few, two more things to discuss, but is that resonating so far, what I'm talking about, Sebelaska? I just love that term because for me, with the Russian language, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. The other part I wanted to talk about is another common misconception that we have, which is that when we are working 24-7, we are fueling our creativity. Or like this idea that we always have to hustle or we always have to pitch hard. And by the way, I'm sort of going against my own word here because I'm the one who told you guys about 30 days, 30 pitches challenge, right? But that energy that we get from always writing, always pitching, always creating, actually that energy is not sustainable long term. It's sustainable short term, right? You will get some excitement from it. Like, hey, every day I'm uh, completing one pitch. That's great. And that's why like that 30 day 30 pitches challenge is a one time challenge, right? It's not something I recommend you do long term every single day, because again, it's not sustainable. Why is it not sustainable? Because we need that create restore cycle. When we create, we give, we share, we need something to replenish that, right? 
there's this great quote that I heard or that I saw somewhere, which I don't remember now where it was, but it's like, you cannot create from a dry well. And that's what it is, right? We need to continue to replenish our well consistently. And I think we forget to do that. We're so focused on, I need to pitch, I need to create, I need to write or whatever it is uh, that we're doing, that we forget about the part of restoring and replenishing. And it's not as important in our cultures as it has to be, especially for creative people like us, for people who want to do this consistently for a long term. I think people don't place nearly as much importance on the restoring part and Sebelaska part as we need to, okay? Because the other thing too is that for those ideas to pop up in your head and for you to be able to come up with good ideas all the time, you need time to ripen the fruits is, is how I call it, right? You have a lot of seeds in you guys. Like all of you have a lot of seeds of different ideas because of things that you get exposed to on a daily basis, something you read here, something you hear over there, something we discuss in the circle, travels you made, like all of it, right? It's all fodder for your output, for your creative output. But those things, think of them as seeds of a tree or like, yeah, little, little, what do you call them? Seedlings of a tree. They need time. They really need time to ripen and to, to grow. But when we try to like, you know, juice them out and squeeze them out all the time, they have no time to grow and to, and to ripe. So that's also about that create restore cycle in which the restore part is actually quite long. You know, so yeah, so that's basically the idea. The idea is that work by itself is not going to give us that long term energy. We need that restore part. And the other misconception I also want to talk about is that we think, and I thought this too, by the way, we think that when we're doing something we love right now, right? All of you in the circle right now, you're, you're trying to pursue something that you are absolutely passionate about. You want to tell the stories, you know, whether it's travel or whether it's more personal stories like what you're doing, Ashley. All of you are pursuing your passion, something that's driving you and calling you, right? So I think the misconception is that when we do that, that work isn't work, that work is always restorative, that work is always full of energy. And actually, let me tell you, that is absolutely not the case. After five years of doing that, I can tell you that you can burn out just as much from doing this work and from pushing yourself and not having that restore cycle or restore part of the cycle as you would with any other job. So that's a misconception that we just need to debunk right away. No matter what type of work you do, you need that restore part to it. So let's not forget that. So then that brings me to the third part of the conversation, right? So we talked about Sebelaska, that amazing term that I like. Uh, we talked about why just working all the time is not going to give you that long-term energy. So then the question now is, how do we get it? right? Where do we get it? And there are two things I want to say here. Number one is that if you don't get it for yourself, no one is going to give it to you. Again, that's about taking responsibility for your creativity, for your creative faith, for your creative output. And number two, I don't know, you guys, that's the answer. I actually don't know how you get that energy. Because the real answer is every single one of you has a different answer for how you get that energy. And that comes from knowing how you get restored, right? How do you heal yourself? How do you nurture yourself? How do you nurture your mind? How do you nurture your body? How do you nurture your soul? I don't know that because for each of us, it's very unique and it's a very, very individual thing. So I can't tell you what that way is for you. But what I can tell you is that 
this August in the circle, we're going to do the work of finding out. If you don't already know what that is for you, we're going to do the work of finding out what that is. Thanks again for listening to today's bonus episode. I hope it resonated with you. And if it did, do let me know by leaving a review for our podcast. It helps us out so much to get in front of more women who might find it useful. And if you're looking for support, opportunities, and community in the travel media space, consider joining us in The Circle. The Circle reopens this Friday, October 1st, and if you join us in the first five days, you'll have a chance to win a free one-on-one session with me. So if you've been thinking about joining, now would be a really good time. This October in The Circle, we're also exploring the theme of nailing the story, which includes topics like finding an angle and understanding how your story fits with a publication. Visit GeniusWomen.com come October 1st to join us. Thanks again for listening during this bonus period this September, and I'll see you very, very soon in Season 4. 